Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we are joined by pop and dance music artist, Cadence is a weed eye behind Cadence's brand new single, You've Changed the Way I Feel. Cadence himself actually happens to be a little bit of a music industry veteran, having spent some time in a boy band before going solo for a little bit. But he ended up taking some time off, actually a little bit of time off, quite a bit of time off to build and raise a family, but the time has finally come. The music in Cadence's heart has finally boiled over and become undeniable once again. So we're gonna discuss the decision to return back to releasing music. What it was like to return to an industry that had shifted quite a bit into this streaming platform. What was it like to adapt to that? How has this time of raising a family and otherwise changed Cadence's music, his release, his writing process? Who exactly helped Cadence to get back into the music industry? Who was he working with inside of the studio? All of these questions and so much more will be answered here today in this episode of the DTP. And it's all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com where you go to copy yourself something to represent the show everywhere you go. And the best part about it is it is free just to go ahead and take a look. So what are you doing? Go ahead and check out DesertTigerMerch.com. And now that you know who the show's brought to you by, and now that you know who our guest is, it's now time that Cadence told you about this return to music. And you've changed the way I feel, so let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. All right, Ambush, we are here with pop electronic dance music artist Cadence. He has just released his third single. We're on his way to his fourth very, very soon, and we're here to dive into this progression here today. How's it going today, Cadence? Going great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Awesome. And like I said, we're, we're leading a little bit into the road. So before we dive into these new singles here, I want to lay a little bit of a foundation down for our listener here. So I would like to start off with, in my research, I found that you've actually been inside of the music industry for quite some time. You've worked in a few different boy bands. You actually had your own solo career before you decided to take a little bit of a break there for a bit. And then in 2020, you decide to make a comeback. So my first question, I guess, is what was that decision to finally return to the music industry, to finally return to releasing pieces of yourself? So one of my hobbies is yoga, Ashtanga yoga, and I teach. And a friend of mine, she's an actress. She was in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and she's a great author. Her name is uh, Jen Furlong. And so she's a colleague of mine and friend. And one day, you know, I mean, as we got closer, I let her know I sing. But, you know, I, I took a break because I got married young and I had four kids. So I had to pay the bills, you know. Um, so, so she said to me, well, what's stopping you from 
my oldest is just turned eight years old. So, um, she, you know, I'm, I've become more free. And she said, well, what's stopping you from singing again? And I said, well, I don't know. I mean, it's been a decade, you know, and I, I guess nothing is stopping me. I guess I would just have to, to do it again. So I wound up finding a, a voice coach and a piano coach and started just seeing what I had left. And his name is Brandon Van Allen. He's produced the last three singles and the, the upcoming release. Um, and he and I just, after six months of working together on getting my voice back up and running and, and getting me back acquainted where I could, I don't play piano live, but I play where I can work out my melodies and my harmonies. And that's my purpose of playing for vocals. And so he and I just decided, let's, let's write a song together. So we did. And there was no plan it just kind of this just thing just kind of unfolded wow and here we are about to release our fourth single um and and gaining momentum and doing you know doing i'm very pleased with where things are Mm -hmm. absolutely and it's pretty crazy like you say where it's just you decided to see what is left here and then it ends up leading to that relationship where suddenly it's like well i think you should release music and then from there i want to help you with the music and then it's just crazy how it just sort of snowballs from there. Yeah, it's, it's I said, you know, it seemed like my my first five years in the music business were from my late teen years to like 22. And it seemed like everything in the universe was working against my progress. But this time it feels like everything in the universe is there to aid me, you know. Um, so I'm just really, really ecstatic to have achieved this lifelong goal of writing, producing and releasing music and reaching people with it. Awesome. Awesome. So you mentioned there that you took a break to raise a family. And over that time, the music industry itself has shifted quite a bit more so into that streaming platform. So totally different. Yeah, exactly. So what was it like to sort of tackle that uh, beast, that part of the industry? Well, thank God I have a great marketing director, Jeremy Ryan from Sound Entertainment. And I have a great PR, you know, Samantha from Fearless PR. Um, so without them, I would be, I attempted to release my first single, Broken, in the end of 2020. And I had no idea what I was doing. I released it, but reached nobody. So then we released it again in April. And, you know, in one month, we had about 170,000 streams. You know, so and that was so even though Broken is listed as 2020, it's really 2021. I've released a song April. I released one May. I released one. No, we started working together in April for a May release of Broken, then June. Now we just released You Change the Way I Feel in July, and I'm releasing the next one in August. My goal is to release a single every month. Okay, so you sort of uh, learned the importance of having that team around you then to make sure that you can sort of do illuminate your music. Without the team, there'd be no case. And that's just the truth. I mean, I would exist, <laughs> but I would not have the momentum or the success that I'm beginning to experience without the team. Mm-hmm. Well, like you, well, like you say, you went from reaching pretty much nobody to that track that you re-released in April has six digits on Spotify alone. And then your second single also pretty much like five, six digits, like six digits. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, the first two singles did over 300,000 and we're, we're promoting, you change the way I feel the new one. Our goal is a million streams with this one. 
All right. Well, it's a very, a very good track, and I want to dive into it. But first, I want to dive into that return track that you mentioned there with Broken. So that was your first track back in a long time, pretty much well over a decade. It was a decade, yeah. So what was it like to finally have that back, to be back out into the world? It was scary. It was scary because, you know, one of my strengths is, you know, I'm a pop vocalist and I consider myself to be a decent vocalist. You know, my goal is not to be the best singer on the charts, but one of my, my greatest passion is writing songs, but I hadn't written in so long. And so I had to conquer this fear of, can I still write? You know, I mean, literally, I didn't write a song for 10 years, you know, and so coming back to it was a little overwhelming. And then, you know, the thought of would my instinct for melody still be there? And, you know, um, but again, with the help of Brandon, my producer, it's, you know, he really helped slowly draw it out of me, you know, and, you know, and he's such an incredible musician that it's intimidating for me because you know it's like when i write something melodically which is music you know it's like if brandon likes it then i know i've hit it because he plays every instrument and so well you know i mean he's he's a serious musician so if i can sing something that actually resonates with somebody that has such a diverse ear for music it's it's a real accomplishment so yeah so broken was my initiation back Okay. And like you said, having that refined set of ears definitely helped things out. So now that you're a few singles in, say, comparatively to where you were as a solo musician before, how would you say that, like, what has changed in the energies you're trying to capture otherwise? Because, I mean, obviously, being a father, that changes quite a bit. Like, 10 years is quite a bit of time. So, like, how do you feel like the content of the music that you're creating has grown? So I've, I've written, uh, what's interesting is I've written, we're, we're working on the fifth single now, and each song is different. Broken is about a situation that left me broken as a person, you know, and I had to rebuild my life. Um, then Sign Me Up, the dance track Sign Me Up, is about summer fun and, and having a crush, you know, somebody I spotted on a flyer. You know what I mean? Who, who became a crush and I began to stalk them at a club. You know what I mean? And then um, You Change the Way I Feel, which is the current single, is about, is, is about our feelings being able to change by the right person coming into our lives. And then the next song is called No Turning Back, which is, about, which is my emancipation song, my coming out as a singer and coming back to myself even though there was a lot of discouragement from family, from friends who like, once you have kids, there's this mindset that you're dead. You just, it's just the kids now, you know, and there's no room for you. And, 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 and so I've had to deal with opposition, but it's about, so no turning back is about being true to yourself and not regretting your decisions. So, and then the fifth song is, is the great breakup song, you know, about, you know, needing to end something, a relationship. So, What's interesting is the five songs are covering different stories in life that we all relate to. Um, and it's coming fresh out of my life where I used to write songs like when I was an R&B uh, boy band artist, you know, much of the songs are about just girls and relationships. You know what I mean? 
Um, but now I find I have a lot more experience. So I can write from that, that place of experience. And I'm also looking to, you know, when something happens that's significant in my day or my life, that's when I, you know, immediately start to think of lyrics. Because I want to write songs that I don't want to, I don't want an EP one day or an album of, you know, whatever, 12 songs that are all about relationships. Because there's so much more to life than that. We're very, you know, we're very complex as human beings. And life is very difficult. So there's so much to talk about in music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it definitely sounds exactly like that. Rather than being the surface of, this is about girls, this is about relationships. Some of the music still is about those things. But it's more so like, how do those things make you feel the situations that it puts you into and otherwise then? Exactly. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. And you mentioned this latest single here, You've Changed the Way I Feel, which of the three singles, I feel like you're just continuing to grow and build. And so far out of the three, like, I think this is the best track yet. And I'm loving it. So really? Oh, my goodness. I, I, it's, it, it, it's like it's soulful. It's got like that nice little vibe. It moves along really nice and smooth. You can feel you can hear like quite a few different influences inside of it. It's a wonderful track. Oh, man. Thanks so much. You know, I what's interesting about you change the way I feel is you change the way I feel. I wrote for probably my third demo back when I was like 21, you know, and but it was far more hip hop in its production and I rapped in it too, you know? Um, but I always knew there was something special about it, you know, like the song and even my children love it. Like my, my son, Jacob, who's a hip hop nut, you know, um, he's 12 years old and just a hip hop freak. And he just, he loves, you know, he prefers the old version, you know, um, he likes the new version, but because of its hip hop, uh, roots he you know but i always knew the song was special and then one day i just had the idea i want to i want to see that song born again in a contemporary production so um it's really rewarding to have taken that song i believe to the potential it has and you know and I, and we're going for the million streams on this one so this is the one that my marketing team and i feel the same you know, this one we feel has just that extra something special that that has a potential to to kind of reach deeper into into the population. Nice, nice. And it's kind of awesome how like as songwriters, we can write a song and maybe at the time something doesn't work out or something happens or maybe we just don't know exactly where it fits. But it's crazy how just like 10 years later, you could listen to that demo and it's like, OK, well, what if we change this, this, and this? And ooh, I think we have something on our hands here. Ooh, right? And you know, I want to give credit to the right person. And believe it or not, Madonna gets credit for this. Because one thing I noticed about her tours is she would always reinvent her songs. She put them, she would put them into new productions, you know? And so that always stood out to me because not only is it rewarding for her as a performer to have a new arrangement, you know? But it's also exciting for the listener who loves the song, but now gets to hear it in a different light. So I got that idea of, you know, breathing new life into it and giving it a new, range, a new arrangement, actually from the queen herself. 
<laughs> well, I mean, a pretty good person to get inspiration from for sure. And I too agree with that sort of a, a live thing where it adds that extra element of like, maybe that's exactly what somebody remembers after they leave that venue where it's like, oh my God, you remember that part where they just totally went off into like this breakdown and just sort of like this nice little jazz solo or whatever the heck like the band happens to decide to do, right? Where it's just that little bit of a difference where you're like, you're sitting there, you're expecting the exact same thing and then it catches your ear and it's like, oh, what, what? This is an experience. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's what, that was my goal with You Change the Way I Feel. And I think Brandon and I, you know, uh, it's wonderful too to have had him listen to the original track and be a, because he's not, he did not produce it and he did not write the lyrics. You know, so he could come in as a musician with completely fresh ears and no bias and 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 breathe, you know, that musical new life, which then triggered new performance, change in some vocals, change in some lyrics, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was it's interesting because every 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 track I've released so far, there's been a, a really big challenge in the song itself, which is, you know. I was like, in coming back to music, I wasn't anticipating that each track is going to stretch me. You know what I mean? Like the way it had, to the extent it has. Like Broken, for example, Broken was written in 7-8 time measure, you know? So basically the song is, now you would know this as a musician, but it's one, two, three, one, two, three, four. One, two, three. And I'm not, I've never done a song in that, in that way before and it was actually really hard like it took me broken was the hardest of all three to record for me because of the timing and you know the pocket you know so but that was the, how that one stretched me and then sign me up i forget what it was with sign me up but you know i thought sign me up was going to be a breeze you know but once again it wasn't but um and then you change the way i feel was the you know me having to divorce myself from the original sound enough to do something inspiring with it you know and so so each one has been you know so i'm excited that i'm growing i'm not only like catching up to what i had but i'm surpassing it ooh, ooh i like to hear that i really like to hear that awesome. and that wasn't part of my plan i i do have to blame brandon for it because he's got he's got horrifically perfect pitch and he's anti-autotune, you know. Of course he'll use it a touch, but you know, we don't rely on it at all, you know, and because he's such a musician, the melody that I'll send him will be my basic sixth grade melody. And then he'll take it to like the master's level and start throwing, you know, like major notes, flat notes, you know, minor notes. You know, and things like that. Uh, like, you know, you have a major note, you know, here and immediately a minor note following out of the scale. You know, so it's really, you know, I'm very thankful for him because he doesn't. Um, he's he's made me grow. And just when I think I send him the perfect vocal, you know, he's ready to dissect it again. And I want to kill him. But then I love him when it's over. 
Of course, because it's that challenge of like, can my voice even do this? And then afterwards, it's like, okay, no, that sounds good. It was, it was worth, it was worth wondering and worrying and practicing and everything that goes into it, right? And sometimes people don't think um, about how much goes into a song. They just think, oh, you just get a catchy melody, you write something that's like basic, and it just goes along with it. And it's just that it's so much more complicated those little details are like they're so finite but they're so important yep yep and i'm and i'm definitely you know my first time around the producers i worked with were not this we're not this this to this degree of sticklers for perfection as close as you can in in delivery in pitch in pocket, in attitude, you know what I mean? Um, they allowed me to, I, I more had the steering wheel when I was my first time around, where when I said I was happy, it was, that was the vocal. But now I've, I've entrusted somebody else to take the wheel sometimes, and I may love something, but if he doesn't love it, I can't argue his musicianship and his level of skill. And if he's hearing something a little different, you know, I, 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 ha- I have to trust him. At least give it a try, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there's sometimes he'll throw me something that's too complicated for me. You know what I mean? Because I can do runs, but I'm not, you know, Beyonce with runs. I have agility, but I have like, I have above average agility, but not super agility. You know what I mean? So there are some things, you know, and then where my voice breaks, it drives me crazy. Where I break from, you know, my chest into my head and then into my falsetto, you know, because Brandon, his break is a little different than mine. You know, we're both tenors in our, in our brain, in our voices, but his break is a couple notes higher than mine. So he's always writing and get, he's melodically and challenging where my break is, you know, <laughs> again, it's another challenge, but it's making me grow. So growth is important. Yeah. Growth is good. Growth is good. And of course, you're continuing to grow into the future as well. You've mentioned there's another single coming here in August already. You're continuing to go out. So going into the future there, as you say, is there going to be like a collection of tracks coming our way? Or are you just going to continue to go into September and otherwise with some more tracks? What does the future hold for Cadence? So I'm going to continue. My goal is to release a single a month. And um, I want to hopefully create a community um, large enough where, you know, record labels will look at me and um, greater, greater opportunities to influence and then tour will come. So I'm building slowly, you know, one track at a time for now. But of course, I would love to just be able to take a month or two and just drop an album. You know, I, I look forward to that, to, you know, creating a body of work. Like, you know, I can already see, like I, like I shared with you before, how each of the four tracks is different um, and different in their inspiration. And, but I can see how this body of work is forming around this season of my life, you know? So, but I would love to be able to just go into the studio and just focus on a body of work and feel that momentum, you know, of uninterrupted. Un, uh, creative process so yeah so singles for now and then looking to expand the team 
uh, management agents, you know, an agent, a manager potentially, and then, you know, booking uh, a booking agent and things of that nature. So I can begin to, to play out and, you know, but playing out is another whole, because I'm a pop dance artist. I mean, I was a professional dancer before I was a singer. So I was a childhood dancer and I trained in New York city and I turned pro by 17, you know, but I'm a shorty. I'm five, five and a half. You know what I mean? And I had trouble finding work because on Broadway, you have to be six feet tall. And you know what I mean? Like, so I wound up um, in a show where a singer got sick and the director turned to the cast and asked if anyone else could sing. It was like the day before the show. And it was only one song that had to be sung. And I said, well, I can carry a tune. And I was 17 years old. And that's where my stage career as a singer started. And then when the reaction I got from the from the audience you know, it gave me that affirmation that I, I sing well enough to to please people. And for, you know, my, my voice is, ple- is, is a pleasing one, you know. Um, so that's how it started. I mean, I, I didn't know I was going to be, you know, a singer until I was 17 years old. Wow. So literally just raised your hand up and then that has led us all the way here to six-digit streaming numbers and continuing to grow and where does it grow from here right yep and no turning back the next single is my epic bat is my epic ballad so the goal in in the product so again it's about being true to yourself Hmm. not losing sight of your dreams not regretting decisions you make on behalf of your own dream you know and you're honoring who you are and so it's my it's my great emancipation song so, and, you know, the term that I used with Brandon, because Brandon will ask me, give me one word of how you want this track to feel, you know? And so with no turning back, the word was epic. I wanted it to have that epic, emotional, huge arc, you know, of, of, of feeling. Um, and, and I, I think, you know, um, now, this is not the inspiration for the song, but if I can give you a, a, a song. Do you remember um, the song? I don't know how old it is now, but it's Celine Dion. Even if we look at her Titanic song, mm-hmm. right? Um, it has this epic feeling, this climax, this build to you're here. There's nothing I fear. You know, I wanted to capture that in, in a pop ballad, you know, um, so that's. Again, so now we've went from mid-tempo dance to up-tempo dance to slow jam. Because you change the way I feel, slow groove. You know, got the horns in there and the jazz influences. You know, um, and now we're turning to an epic ballad. And you know, and I'm, I definitely feel like this will also show people that I'm, I'm I am an artist. You know, I'm not just you know a dancer who can turn out a cute pop song. You know. Um, and I hope it reveals some of my depth in the writing of the lyrics. The lyrics I wrote in my journal, it wasn't even a song. I just wrote one day, I had to just get my feelings down on paper. And I wrote, the, I wrote this journal entry six months before I had the idea that that was a song. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's like we said earlier, it's crazy how like you can write something years ago and even just that, like a journal entry. And then you take a look at it and then I can turn this into something like these are emotions. Like I need to craft this. Like 
we need to pull something and then once again see where it goes from there see what other people get from it and it's crazy just how once again it just continues to snowball from there and just how everything builds and that's the beauty for me of being an artist is if i try to be an artist i can't be if i just if i'm natural and just allow the creative creativity to flow out of my life and my experiences then i i'm inspired and i and i think i can do good work you know but the second you sit down and try to put this thing in a box it it loses its shine you know it loses its authentic i think it's mark of authenticity you know and that's what i want oh there we go um i want i want to be authentic that's what this whole season is about like it's okay to be myself <laughs> you know it's okay to be a dad and a musician and a singer. You know, it's not, it's not, I'm not a criminal. I still take care of my kids and love them, you know? So, but that's, and I feel like that's, if I have a message for people, it's, you know, how many people maybe do marry young or they put their dream on the back burner because they feel like they have to pay the bills and you wind up with this void in you of what you really wanted to do never and ha never having done it and i don't want to i don't want to get through this life and then look back with regret that i didn't honor myself or i didn't you know i i just did what i was supposed to do rather than i want to do what i'm supposed to do but i also want to honor what i'm here to do wow i love that perspective i love that lesson thank you so very much for sharing it with us yeah, so that's what's inspired Cadence and then this whole last, you know, four or five months now of of releasing music and and wanting to wanting to give the gift of music to people. Music saved my life when I was a kid. You know, it was my life. You know, I used to lock myself in my bedroom for hours and just listen to the radio. You know, I loved music so much. So that's why I'm in it. I want to be that. I if I can give that to another kid who is in my predicament or to you know, that's the beauty of music. It's just so powerful. You know, it has such power to, to, to ignite something in the soul, you know? It's, uh, as somebody else who can also say that music probably saved them as well, it's, it's exactly that, is it's, you turn it on, you listen to it, but there's sometimes you hit that song, you hit that feeling, you hit that vibe that you connect with where it just... It just takes you to that next level. It helps you realize something. And like I mentioned earlier, you never know what somebody's going to take from a song or what they need from a song. So hopefully, hopefully, and I'm sure it will, there will be that moment where there's at least that one person that hears that cadence track and goes, I feel this. I feel this. And it makes me, it makes me want to do something, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's that's music should be cathartic, like film, like theater. It should take your listener on a on a cathartic journey, you know, whereby something is happening within them. So, yeah, so that's what my hope is, that music, the music I'm able to put out will produce cathartic, life changing moments for people and help them shift in ways they need to shift. No, I want to definitely get to the deeper aspect of humanity. Um, and I want to have fun, too. And that's what Sign Me Up is about. Sign Me Up is just about let's get out again, go to the club, have fun. You know what I mean? Dance, meet somebody new. You know what I mean? Like, 
even though my club days, you know, my 18 year old warrior weekends are over, you know, um, I could still get out for a couple hours and enjoy a club, you know, at that dance floor. You still got the moves. I do. I do. I'm a little, you know, I'm, I'm actually working now intensely, you know, through my yoga practice to really um, make sure my body is open and ready for dance again, you know? Um, So, yeah, but yoga has been a a saving grace for me as well. And it keeps the body, keeps the body healthy and able to, uh, to do, to put, to put pressures on it, (laughs) you know? Um, So we'll see. All right. We will definitely see what the future brings, and I'm glad that we could discuss what it, the road that has led you to this point. Thank you so much for sharing this journey with us so far, Cadence, and thank you for joining me here on the Desert Tiger Podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh, Ambush, I want to thank you for checking out this interview with Cadence where we dove behind his return to music and the music that has come with it. And you can find these songs over on your favorite music streaming service. I highly suggest that you do when you're there. Go ahead and hit follow so you don't miss out when Cadence drops more new music. And you should also go ahead and follow him over on social media to do the same. You can find a link in the description below. I need to go ahead and thank Sam Downey from over at Fearless PR for going ahead and setting this conversation up. I need to thank German at your podcast editor for making it sound so good. And I need to thank you once again, The Ambush, for tuning on in. If you've yet to join up with The Am, it's as easy as hitting the subscribe button on your favorite podcast, listening app, or service. You can also help the show grow by sharing this episode giving us a five-star review over on iTunes, and you can also head on over to DesertTigerMerch.com to copy yourself something to represent and support the show. And the best part is, looking's free. So why don't you head on over and see if something suits your eyes, your interest. And with that, it's about time that we say our bye-byes, but not before I tell you to go out and find your roar and then let it out into the world and let them know just how fierce, powerful, magnificent, and so many other amazing and wonderful qualities that you are because you are all of those things and oh so much more. And with that, it's now time, like I said, that we say our bye-byes. So until next time, bye-bye, Ambush. The Desert Tiger Podcast.